What's going on, guys? AJ here back again with another episode of the E1B2 podcast. I'm going to dive into uh, section five, part five of this inevitable 10 part series, guys. Set direct reporting expectations and preferences in the interview. I think this is something that is quite interesting. So let me explain the, the high level context of what I mean by setting direct reporting expectations and preferences in the in the interview. I think uh, this is more geared around the employee, and then I'm going to explain uh, the employer benefit from this. So for the employee, there's a lot that you need and or want or expect out of a great leader that's going to directly uh, lead you. I think um, I think for me, I need a leader that's going to be flexible. For me, I need a leader that's going to respect uh, my shortcomings that's going to be able to react at a very strategic, empathetic way to my shortcomings. I think for me, I need a leader that's going to provide me a large amount of autonomy. Uh, I think for me, I need a leader that's going to be um, open to hearing my ideas consistently in an ad hoc format and be open to accepting those ad hoc. And if not, I would probably need them to help me co-create a system and or tool to kind of have a, an idea box, if you will, that everyone can look at once a month to unpack ideas, perspectives, etc. Um, I think for me, out of a direct report, I would need someone that very much puts me in the position from a sharing of information perspective, contextually to make very high level productive decisions. And are open to involving me in those decisions that are really substantial for the organization. Um, I would not want uh, a direct report that would withhold information from me based off the fact that they think that it's not in my um, in, in my wheelhouse, if you will. I think I would need a leader that finds value and give me all the context they possibly can for me to make a very distinct, clear, objectively good decision. Um, so I'll pause there for a moment. So if you guys just play that back for a moment. I just unpacked a lot of things that I would need um, out of a direct report, right? And so for me, those are my expectations. That's what I would need. And so the fact that I know those things are incredibly clear. I think so many employees, if they were to do the hard work, do the deep dive, do the internal um, brainstorming, if you will, they will be able to determine what those direct reporting expectations uh, and preferences are And again, they'll be able to ask questions alluding to those within an interview because that's the key, right? You have to find a way to ask and extract that data. Um, And so there are a multitude of questions that you probably could ask. I think if I were to try to come up with one of those questions right off the top of my head, I would probably say, you know, like if if my direct report's name was going to be Jim. Well, actually, let me pause there. That's one thing I would actually propose a lot of companies do and a lot of employees ask for is I would want my direct report to be a part of the interview. Like I would want my direct report to be sitting right there. Or what I would want is I would want the company to sit with their direct report of an inevitable role that they're looking to hire and maybe make a video or podcast unpacking some of the leadership styles, some of the uh, leadership inevitable best practices that that direct report lives and dies by. Thus, I now know what I'm getting into, maybe even before the interview process, but that's for another 
uh, that's for another article. That's for another day. That's for another piece of content. Um, so for me, yeah, I would just need to hear from that person directly somehow, some way, or I would need to kind of ask that person directly, um, a few questions. I think one question would be, uh, you know, a rat. So let's say his name was Jim. I would say, Hey Jim, you know, for me, um, something that's incredibly important is, I like to work in collaborative moments in the collaborative states. Uh, I need people around me. Um, I need people to bounce ideas off me. Uh, I suffer from ADD, so I may need like individuals to transcribe my crazy big ideas and to put them into frameworks that are are, are legible, <laughs> um, and uh, so that I can present those ideas to you at an at a later date. Uh, how do you how do you sit with that? How do you feel about that? Is that is that okay for you? Is there a lot of silo work that's that's happening here? How does that sit with you? And his reaction. What did, would, would really be a big key factor of whether I would want to continue on throughout the interview, continue to try to be a part of this company. And the benefit for the employer and the, and the benefit for Jim is now he knows who he's getting and he can make the decision. OK, am I willing to be flexible with that? Am I willing to change with that? Are we in the position to to take on an employee like this, you know, with my direct reporting kind of perspective and style, again, am I willing to be a little bit out of the box and and adjust a bit? If the answers are no to all of those things, then when they hear that, they'll immediately know that that employee is not the right fit either. And we can both save ourselves time. Um, And so, and, and, and let me be a little bit more positive here. If, if things actually are open for discussion, now you know what that data is. So leading it up into the onboarding process and actually plugging that individual into the organization, you now know what they're looking for from an autonomy perspective. You're now knowing what they're looking for from a flexibility perspective. You now know what you're, they're looking for out of a direct report. And you can be that. You can deliver that. You can do everything in your power to um, to execute against that. Um, it's a good idea. So um, yeah, this one's going to be short and brief, guys. I think there's a lot of value that I just kind of said there. I think there's a lot of things to take away. And uh, yeah, let's hop on to part seven.